Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. We've got a great conversation. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> We've got a great conversation coming to you with uh, Mr. T. Willie Forrilli, uh, Tyler, Tyler Wilhelm, as well as Jared Morris. Uh, <laughs> I got three. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then uh, Leroy Gibbons yeah. is is the uh, musician who brings us all together. So, um, yeah, listen in. We're going to tell some stories. Got a little bit of um, life advice for you. And, um, yeah, Donnie's going to hit the horn. Yeah. I'd um, like to thank our sponsors, American Hat, Total Feeds, Can-Am, American Hats, Total Feed, K&M, Rock and, and Roll Rock Denim, and Roll Excalibur Containers. Now on to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Donnie, no, you don't have it for us one oh. more time? Just... Rodeo time. Gotta get her on down the road. Y'all been touring together? No. This the first time we met. Okay. Turn. Yeah, turn. T U R I N. They've been turning together. Um, no, they've just met. And uh, Leroy is the liaison. And uh, y'all just doing music things, man. Does Leroy yeah. know everybody? Leroy knows a lot of people. Yes. Well, he's kind of the guy that hooks everyone up with, uh, brings all the friends together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. So, and then also, sorry, everyone, we've got Donnie. He's in the corner. <laughs> you want to uh, say something? He's sharing a mic with Tyler. <laughs> and so, we, <laughs> we got the redheads on that end. So, they can relate. Are y'all stepbrothers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Half-brothers. Half-brothers. Step, step, we wouldn't be related at all. Oh. So, but, but we're related because we have red hair. Okay. Half-brothers. Gotcha. He's just got a red beard. Do y'all play music? Do you play at all? You play guitar? Not or really. No. Not, not really. So not enough to speak of. No. A couple too too many beers and you do, huh? Is mm, that what that means? Probably the opposite. Like I'll probably oh, play really? more sober and less drunk, especially around Tyler because he just tears me down. <laughs> <laughs> Next song. <laughs> hey, you gotta have friends like that, man. Yeah. I'm just honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what would be a lot meaner is if. It was terrible. Like, if you were and really bad, like, and he was like, going, dude, you should yeah. go out and play. Yeah. 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 I want to get you on a show. Yeah. This would be hilarious. Way <laughs> Do you want to open for me? Is that what you're doing to me? Yes. Hey, man, let's come play the show. <laughs> yeah, let's song swap, man, so I look better. No, that really is what you're That's doing. really isn't mean. It? All right. Yeah. No, thank you. Let's get Donnie up there first. <laughs> and then we'll all sound good. We can probably get booed off. Yeah. I want to hear you again. I can get up there and play like the tambourine or something with you, Donnie. Okay. Well, yeah. How do you sing? <laughs> Perfect. Donnie, I was over here encouraging you. I was on your team. And then you had to go there. Yeah. I'm not a very good singer. So You, you found that? out with uh in the studio. I I did a I did a song with Kojo and um there was like more like a talking part. But then I like recorded some singing um, just to be funny to like send him. What was the talking part? Oh, I can't talk about it yet. It's not out yet. Oh. But um, the uh, um, but the singing part, like it was the first time like I'd 
Because it was delayed. It's not like this where you just talk into it and it sounds all smooth. Like it was kind of delayed and like I could hear did myself. You just, hold on. Did you, did you just say you have a real smooth voice? No, I didn't say I had a smooth voice, but y'all can admit when you talk into this mic, the way it sounds. Yeah, it doesn't it just, have the echo, though. It doesn't have, yeah, it's like to you. got yeah. a little gravy to it. Yeah. Anyway. You know, like the way I sound now. Yeah. <laughs> so smooth. Well, you can just talk in this one, and there's no pressure. What's, but when the, you're what's singing, the delay and there's that a, you're talking about? Like in the studio with the headphones? I don't know on? what it was, but like I could hear myself like different than I can hear myself now. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, it was yeah. like a little delay. I've had to that it. happen to me, like yeah. trying to. And I was vocals. like, so I was like, t- it happens on a microphone when you're like out speaking to a crowd, but well, like for sure, I've spoke enough in front of people that it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't hang me up when I'm just trying to think of my next sentence. But when I'm trying to think of my next sentence and also sing it, <laughs> that was new, and your boy killed it. <laughs> in a bad way not like killed it in a good way was it like a rap part or was it no he did the talking part really good the talking part was fine He's but good then at talking. The, but then the singing part <laughs> where we were just joking i was gonna send it with him and uh it wasn't so good did he did he send it i hope not it, it was josh so funny. it was josh serato i think he just had Heck yeah, man. Day, though like yeah this. yeah you seen good in like the truck. Like, yeah, or the shower. Yeah. Yeah. I never but. heard you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she you didn't hear me that bad. Yeah. I thought you heard me singing the, in the shower that first night at the hotel. No, like when you and Wes were in there together. Two and a half years ago. <laughs> hey, you were in there too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this story. Uh, we have on multiple <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, we almost lost Donnie on day one. Left. But if you're new to the podcast and you're just hearing the story, I'll sell it for that for, for sake of you know the listeners that are like, what in the world? No, Donnie showed up at a booth, Oklahoma City. So um, we only had two hotel rooms. I think Caitlin was in one. And then me and uh, Wes were in the other. Donnie shows up. And so we just let him bunk with us. It was two beds. He was brand new. So I was like, Wes, we're going to have to share this bed because I ain't sleeping on the floor. And um, I am laying on my back, staring at the ceiling. Well, first, Donnie says we went to bed at like 6. The sun was still up. Which yeah. we did it. Like, but I'm, on a, I'm at the booth. Just like laying there awake for four hours. That's like my time to like catch up on sleep. You know, like I don't have a schedule. Like I just got to be at the booth, period. And so like I was freaking tired. I'm ready to go to sleep. And uh, maybe it's summertime, July, so it gets dark at 10. Yeah, it was still light outside, but it was Six close to 9. Anyways, I was like, all right, I'm turning this TV off. We're going to bed. <laughs> Sorry about you. Anyway, so uh, I lay down, stare at the ceiling, go to bed, sleep best on my back. And sometime in the night, I hear this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was loud. Please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That sounds really bad in the. That's how I felt. It's not good. Okay, that's how I felt. And then I kind of look up. Donnie's awake too. Donnie felt the same way. He's Donnie's not staring. making the noise. I wasn't staring. I was like peeking over there. Like, <laughs> so this is first first time you'd been around them. Yes. yes, and it's the first time I've heard this noise too. So <laughs> I'm just as alarmed as Donnie is. I look over. Wes is is uh, laying on his left side facing the wall. 
So I was like, okay, well, at least he's facing away from me. So I get out of bed, and I walk around the corner, and I see both his hands. I was like, uh, by his face. I was like, all right. And he's just like, just got his hands like a little freaking kid, but then with his mouth, his eyes are closed, and he's just like, <laughs> almost yeah. like he's making out with somebody in a dream or it something. Was yeah, it was weird. Was yeah, I was weird. so scared to look over there. But he had, I, I had stayed, in Wes's defense, I had stayed in hotels with him before. He had never done that before. We don't know why he was making the noise. Maybe his mouth was dry, or maybe he was having a dream where yeah. he was making out with a girl, you whatever. You control your noises when you're asleep. But I didn't know what the noises were. I can't hear you. Anyway, so Donnie was freaked out. So occasionally Donnie likes to bring it up. But did you wake him up or like hit him with yeah, a pillow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we needed that to stop. <laughs> needed, that was that that wasn't gonna work. That wasn't gonna work. So but then I'm the just glad that I woke up enough to like that that way like it wasn't just the story I had no control over and Donnie brought it up the next day. And now, like on the podcast, he's just like, "Man, I swear, this one night, I don't know what they're doing." Yeah, because if you wouldn't have known it happened, I could have asked myself. you about it. Yeah, and, and then if like, I'd have, I don't like, know what you're talking about. Exactly, that would have been <laughs> Whoa, bad. bro. That would have been real I bad. Not me, because I don't know if I'd still be here. <laughs> yeah. Just wake up the next morning, Donnie's packing. Yeah. Donnie, Donnie never pursued his dream of being a bronc rider because of this one little sound. I was well, just glad you were awake, too, because I peeked over and I saw you investigating it. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, me it too. It really put my mind at ease. Right. I don't know. If you heard it, though, and you woke up and you heard the noise and it's just Dale hovering over Wes in the dark. Oh, because I, 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 I seen him, like, pop up and, like, look over. <laughs> I was, like, I was immediately mad. <laughs> I, I, was, I was past curiosity. <laughs> and I was, like, I was, like, real mad. Like, I don't, there's just little, as a boss, there's a lot of things that I think I'm super patient with. Making us look bad in front of the new My, guy. <laughs> It was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know why, but it was just like, son of a, why in the, like, mad. Like, just like. Did you but, hit him with a pillow or did you just shake him? I was like. He got all out of bed and, like, walked around. And then I, was, I shook him. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> what, man? Well, I just can't do noises like that. Yeah. I'm bad about it. Or even driving somewhere with somebody, if they're, like, eating chips or. My wife actually jokes with me all the time because she's like. I don't, this sounds terrible actually when I hear myself repeating it, but I like when we're on road trips, I don't let her, I don't let her, I don't let her drink water. <laughs> yeah, that does sound pretty bad. Yeah, what I heard, what I thought about. trip, please. <laughs> please, sir, can I have some water? Can you pull over? <laughs> yeah, but man, alive. Like uh, my fiddle player, he helps me with a bunch of stuff in like terms of like logistics and planning and everything. Really good fiddle player too, but my goodness, the way that that dude drinks water he'll take a plastic bottle of water and he squeezes it when he drinks it and it's it's a plastic bottle of water so it's like dude i mean it's gonna it's gonna come out fast already like you know i don't think you have to assist it and he squeezes it and then he gets done with it and he crunk crinkles it up every time throws it just drives me nuts it sounds exactly the way i drink my water <laughs> i can't take it it's or fun. or uh or uh you know, it, the, so, so like you can't mouth, even take the sound dude, but of like the plastic. Mouth, mouth breathers, but also nose breathers. 
I can't. I How can't are we supposed to breathe so around like, you? Don't, you can't drink water around me. You can't How breathe we, around me. Man, you've got some high standards. Dude, it's <laughs> rough, <laughs> man. They, so they actually say that it's a real thing. It's called misophonia. We're, mm. we're like, noises is like that. Okay. It's a condition. That's, so whenever, that's what I tell my wife. There's nothing I can do. Whenever I was making that noise, like, dude, that was really bothering you. <laughs> I could run through a wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I could have ran through a wall that night when I heard it too, but it was more because it was a mystery of what the dang sound was. But smacking? When Just eating, are eating with your mouth? Yeah, man. Come on. What do you mean eating with your mouth? What else are you going to eat with? So well, like, you eat with we can't drink closed. water. We can't breathe can't eat. with our nose. We can't breathe with our mouth. Dude, it's, rough. It's, rough. it's rough. It's rough. It's hard. Look, I'm the one with the condition. You know, I'm the one suffering from it. <laughs> I'm a victim. Condition. <laughs> The condition. Dude, look up misophonia. I probably won't. <laughs> First of all, I can't spell it. Let me see what Willie Wardle wants. Do you still want us to try a few gels? Um, yeah, you can. Just bump the horn a couple times. That's fine. You got it. y'all get done with that fence? Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Yes, sir. Okay, bye. I already tore that whole fence out? No, just to like the first gate. I didn't want to tear the whole thing out right now. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> what were we talking about before we were interrupted by the peasants? Uh, miso, miso <laughs> <philioma. Miso> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so it, it, touring with you is kind of like a chore. Turn. Turin. Turin with you is... Oh, so if there's even like a, a dialect we have to have. <laughs> well, you probably know Josh Ward, don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he's got like his backstage passes that all of his crew wears. It just mm -hmm. says, it says Tur. Mm. Like hashtag Tur. Gotcha. T-U-R. Ooh, yeah. Fancy. Tur badge. Or the opposite of fancy, but yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. so. Gotcha. Anyways, what were you asking? You said just being around me is rough? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> well, it was a statement. Was a statement. Yeah, that was just a statement. <laughs> so it sounds like you're not fun to be around. <laughs> but you're a blast at parties. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Like awesome that. hang. Um, Glad so you're here. You, has it been like a full band experience on a tour bus? No, sir. Okay, so a like van. a passenger van. Yes, sir. So real tight quarters. Dude. So you got to listen to everybody breathe. Man. Well, at least we have like the noise-canceling headphones now. Oh. But if I don't have those. So we can like, they can be like right next to you and, the, and you can't hear them? Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, I haven't talked about it a lot. So hearing, Let's get it hearing, all out. Hearing myself say it. I got, I, mean, I, got some, I got some issues. Dale <laughs> 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 can help you. you know? yeah, I, I think this, is, you. this has actually been quite... Uh... I feel like, you know, being honest, I feel like a lot of what you're saying is probably most people. You think so? Yeah, like Dude, listening to someone, if you can, if you can hear, kind of like, I mean, Tommy Boy, he says, I can actually hear you getting fatter. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Like, that's a thing. When people eat loudly, it's a little annoying. But how, so. are, how are some people... All right, so look, there's some areas of this issue that I am a hypocrite. Like, I just I just crunched on this ice, mm -hmm. and, like, if somebody else did I didn't that, notice. Yeah, exactly. If somebody else did it, I'd be like, hey, bro, yeah, cut it out. Cut it out. But, but <laughs> I did it, and here. it's, like, totally okay. Kind of right? like, like you're... 
you your own poops don't stink that bad. <laughs> Is that what it's like? You know, uh, if you follow in some yeah. like, Tyler here, you know. You I don't know not. why I giggled like that. that when you. <laughs> I just well, I'm just saying, like, everybody if you, poops. nobody everybody minds does. their own brand. So, true. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, exactly. But there are other areas. Like, how are people so unaware of how annoying they're being? Yeah. That does fascinate me at times. <laughs> Who raised you? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. Like, I mean, like, dude, some loud smacking. That's annoying. Yeah, dude, or snoring. Like, if I'm over there just... <laughs> Like sawing logs, and somebody comes over and smashes me with a pillow. I'd wake up and be like, "I totally get it, man. I apologize." Yeah. No. Now that you know, the person doesn't have as much control over it. True. As much. Like Wes. But I know people that if you wake them up and you're like, "Hey, man, you're snoring," they like get bent at it. Well, why'd you wake me? Come on. This guy. He's right. like at least he's like courteous though. Like he'll stay awake until he thinks yeah, everybody's asleep. Yeah, try to be the last one. That's asleep. really sweet. Oh man. Yeah, rodeoing with Leroy. Oh man, what? Dude, you're snoring so loud. It's like no, I'm not. Whatever, man. Lunch, I was asleep for two hours before I tried to get to bed. Whatever, man. He would get so mad. But I, I don't think it's that you're. I mean, it's not necessarily that he's mad. You woke him up because he was snoring. He's just mad because you woke him up. No, it's the way you wake me up. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, you're snoring. What's better, getting woken up like that or getting woken up like this? I mean, both suck. Honestly, though, just a nice. I don't know if you hey, would prefer. So you're saying just the aggression with which? There's yeah. no, you. there's no aggression. What, there but is. I think it would be more annoying if he was like, every time he's just like, hey. Yeah. See, that's hey. you're right. Hey. My man's got a point. You know what I'm saying? If he man's did that, got a point. He'd be like, dude, wake me up like a man. Why are you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your brother's a man, Leroy. Err. Right. Scared of water, but. Yeah. Fist fights, <laughs> hey, I feel like those are pretty normal fears. Maybe. Deep water and fist fights and heights. Mine's sharks and I'm heights. not scared of fist fights. No, like, like I'm terrified. I just, no one wants to get in a fight. It just sounds I like. I agree with that. Yeah, dude. Not, I talk my way Some people it. want to get in a fight. I don't. I used to. I don't anymore. Yeah. It hurts if you win. Yeah. Even if you win, still That's hurts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we got a guy don't coming. So you not you. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie can tell you better. We got a guy coming. Uh, he's he's like your size. He's got his beard's not quite as long, but it's that it's red. red. It might be redder than yours. My eyes are up here. I'm looking he's, at your beard. <laughs> right he said he said he got in a fight in college when some when one of his fr- uh, somebody open hand slapped his friend in the face. That was what. He was like, he doesn't normally like to fight, but that was the last time he got in a fight. So. Yeah, like I can see that. I felt like that was a like, Yeah, I stand up for people who can't but stand if, up for themselves. At first he said, somebody disrespected my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was the <laughs> to way. To the he... point like, where I couldn't stand by and watch it. <laughs> but the, the, in his defense, the question caught him off guard, but I was like, I was like, ah, don't be dissing my homie. <laughs> you know, that's what I was envisioning. Like, like what do you say, something about your mama? And he's like, nah, he open hand slapped my slapped him in the face. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's, that's disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> that's pretty that's disrespectful. Pretty and each, what do you say? He tried to de-escalate the situation as much as possible, but there's not much de-escalating <laughs> after that. Then Willie asked him, is he, he's like, is he still alive? And he's like. Yeah, he's still alive, but I bet he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> we were down in, uh, I guess it was by Corpus. No, it was in Port Aransas, and we were in a Whataburger line. <laughs> and I have, uh, 
There's this dude peeing out in the park. Sorry for taking a drink. <laughs> Just don't eat the ice. Okay. Uh, you got there's it. There's this dude peeing in the parking lot while we're in the Waterburger line. And so, like, I lean out the window and I was like, hey, man. Hey, man, that's a nice watch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. And he didn't think it was very funny. And so he came stomping over there and he gets in the window and, like, and my wife was driving, and then my buddy's wife was up there, too. And he gets in the window, and he's, like, pissed. He's like, what'd you say? And I was like, I said, it's a nice watch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he was he started doing that. He's like, oh, yeah, you think that's pretty funny? And I was like, bro, I was just joking around. Yeah, no big deal. actually, Obviously. it's hilarious. <laughs> so, so then, so he proceeds to, like, he steps back from the car, and he's like, well, let's do this right now. What do you think? And uh, I was just a little bit befuddled. And uh, and he started doing karate. <clears throat> like full on like, chops and kicks man and then his wife got out of the truck because she was driving she came over there and he was trying to act all hard and uh, she started yelling at him you don't like, even do karate get <laughs> <me>. <laughs> or she's like the instructor you watch one youtube <laughs> video yeah and all of a sudden you're mr miyagi she's like, rotate the hips <laughs> what are you doing you call so that she, a round she made him get back in the truck and like right before he got in the truck he did like a little he did like a little kick. One more little. <laughs> dare you to, dare you to. Take a round to the face while I'm wearing but these bad boys. He's a big old boy. Forget about it. I did not want to. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, not because I, you know, I mean, I complimented his watch. Like It does sound like. You want to do this right now? No, man, I like my watch. I don't want to trade. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'll buy it from you. Yeah. It's my daddy's watch. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> so anyways, have you ever seen a fight? from the stage while you're playing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I guarantee you. You know, <laughs> and I, you know like you should. Because, because he plays at some pretty sh- trashy establishments. Hey, yeah, I have for sure. Shows. What's I the worst place you've ever played? Well, first we got to hear about this fight. You're oh, right. yeah. My apologies. Well, we See, was, that annoyed him. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> most people, you know, like stop and they like yell at them, you know, from the stage to stop fighting. Well, I was like not doing that. I was a little buzzed whoop his ass yeah i was like hell yeah let's play him some fighting music <laughs> started playing stranglehold and the whole bar just erupted into a fight are you serious oh yeah i just kept fi- i just kept how playing. many people were in there i don't know probably i mean Four. it's one of my shows there was like 50 <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's still a good fight i mean 50 people fighting it started with two it was actually you know, also was like a family reunion guys. in the back <laughs> yeah they just happened to be there at the same time so six people watching the show <laughs> and then the rest were my 44 family were family was a family reunion yeah just, they had to, had to sh- shut down that chucky e. cheese they were sharing the vfw <laughs> <laughs> they were sharing the vfw yeah. hope you guys don't mind live music while y'all's family reunions going on <laughs> uh, oh, what is the what is the aunt cheryl got stuck in the ball pit and hood. it was horrible and we played in a it wasn't like bad as in rough but i don't even remember where it was at but it was called the second floor saloon like it just never registered to anybody uh, what the name of it and so we get there to load in all of our equipment it's on the second floor oh, like this old building and it's, it's so steep was it full band yeah oh yeah oh yeah there it was go. a two-hour show i think he paid us like 150 bucks it was right oh, when we first started and um a piece no <laughs> <laughs> It was for the whole band. <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh, yeah, anyways, there was five guys out there that just wanted to hear Turnpike Troubadours, which I love. 
but I didn't know any of their songs, and they're cussing at me and just screaming. And it was the last night that bar was ever open again. He was like, we were going to try it, have a live band, see if people showed up, but it was the same usual drunk people, so we're done now. <laughs> they just mm. shut the bar down after that. It was over. Dang. I mean, it was bad. Shut her down. I did. Played yeah. there the last night. Um, nice. Did you ever get mistaken for Red Shahan? Um, No. 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 When I had my long hair, people told me all the time I looked like Stapleton, but... Yeah. You know, I get Lance Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I say see that. that. Yeah, I was gonna say that. He's got shorter hair now, but anyway. Um, so, what's the biggest show you've played at? Um, <clears throat> it'd have to be a, a, a music festival. Um, there was one for a while called Buck and Wild Music Festival. It was up in Oklahoma. That was probably the biggest. It was like, I don't know, thirty-five hundred. Nice big show. It was the biggest I've played for sure. Yeah. You played at Music Fest, huh? Me? No, I I played at uh I just played at a bar like downtown, like an open mic deal there in nice. Steamboat. Which was really cool. That's a cool place. Steamboat. Yeah. Oh like yeah, it. it's killer. Man, it's man. awesome. Yeah. I know a guy I can get you a ticket. Donnie. Alright, yeah. I'd, that'd I'll, be cool. I'll email you the link. <laughs> okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think they're sold out. Have you played at Music Fest? Uh-uh. I've only been one time. When? What, what year? Man. It was probably five years ago, I think, something like that. That's actually when I – y'all know, like, Serato and Ben Hussey and those guys? Because uh, that's when I originally met Ben Hussey was up there at Steamboat. And then he ended up, I guess a couple years ago, he ended up playing bass for me and helping me get my – my feet wet with putting a band together and all that kind of stuff. And I've recorded all my music with them. But that's when I originally met them. And they did an open mic in the Grand. Something unplugged? They do an open mic in the Grand. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you were talking about. But that's when I first met Hussey was in there. I don't, I don't remember the name of the place. It was somewhere downtown. It was like a... I want to say it was like a Jamaican bar. Like they served like plantains yeah, okay. and like, like weird... I wasn't like, ready for that. Yeah. There's like three or four now that you can go to. Yeah. Three or four Jamaican bars yeah. in Steamboat. Yeah, three or four Jamaican bars. And I don't know bars. if you've ever it's had fried kind of plantains. Kind of a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You ever tried those? Uh, yes. They're pretty good. Hold on. Blue I tried life. one in Florida this weekend. Yeah. Just like Is right. fried Are you messing with There's, There's three basically. or four bars, Open not mics. Jamaican bars. Okay. Open mic. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was messing Never with Never claimed you. to be yeah. smart. I thought you were messing with me, actually. No, sir. So I was just going with Oh, boy. We were in a world of... Yeah. <laughs> Something weird. Yeah. Twisted uh dance joke moves. Um What? I like Music Fest <laughs> because there's just so much I mean you just it's just a it's like a, a menu uh at a restaurant it of really like is. who to go watch play. Yeah. It's incredible really. There's no like there's really not is. any possible way to see every show. Yeah. There's yeah. so many going on at one time. And that was one of the best shows I've ever saw was uh Brent Cobb there. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was oh, full yeah. band, but it was like super intimate. Yeah, still. up on the hill. No, it was in, in that. It was inside that little uh, bar. We went to it. Yeah, me and you. That was where we met. Or that's where I met that Charlie Crockett. He's also a great guy too. Yeah, he's yeah. really nice. He seems cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've only fun. interacted with him once or twice. I love his music, but I've only got to meet him one time. So, but, that dude's like straight out of the, like a history book or something. Like when you talk to him. Yeah. It's like he literally just got on a time machine. He's like from California, like and hung out out there. But then he was like playing Crockett music is? on the street in Crockett? New Orleans. 
He's from Or California? he spent some time out there, I know. He I did think that. he's originally he's from, from South Texas. See, South Texas so really and Louisiana. He's, I didn't, I've never heard California. Well, I shouldn't have said he's from out there. He did a deal with like this podcast with Howler Bros. They did a podcast with him, and he was talking about how he spent a lot of time out there. Do you know gotcha. he's actually a doctor? No. Yeah, it's not true, but. Mm. Oh. You just wanted to one up Donnie with him going to California. Yeah, it's too much attention on the redheads. Let's bring it back to this this end of the table. Let's just make stuff up. Um, what about rodeoing? Have you been on a bull yet, Tyler? I mean, this is rodeo time. Yes, you've been on a bull. I rodeoed until I was like fifteen. How many bulls you strapped? Well, that's right. Whenever you start getting on bulls, so not very many. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I rode like calves and steers. Eight? A number of like eight or like probably can't get 25 actual bulls or like actual livestock bulls fucking oh, bulls no. three okay so we get so if we can get you on one though mm, probably not you'll kind of yeah. have that no. like it'll come back to you i imagine probably oh, yeah well my brothers talked me into um getting on the mighty bucky at one point i was probably so you even 20. had to be talked into to get on a fake bull yeah, because I was like, no, that's just dumb. I'm not going to do that. And I pulled my groin, so. Okay. <laughs> I have seen this man blow his knee out getting out of a boat. Getting oh, in a boat. Oh, you were getting in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that your day. I'm an athlete. Like, what do you mean blew it out? Like, like oh, I popped bad. it out. Like the kneecap. You okay. just put it right back in. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Oh, Don't you need know, rodeoing? No, I, know, I didn't really grow up rodeoing or anything like that. I can rope a little bit, but not well. Uh just wasn't really my thing played a lot of sports then like at the end of high school i ended up uh my brother-in-law is a horseshoer and they're yep. all horseshoers so i started shoeing with him and uh i sort of entered like cause my family's not into horses at all or anything like that but i got introduced to all of it that way at the end of high school so most everything is just kind of self-taught which is cool it's not really super normal nowadays for yeah that to happen uh you know normally it's something that gets passed down so how long did you shoe horses I still do, but I apprenticed with him for probably five, six years. And so he ended up, he married my sister, so he's, he's kind of like an older brother to me. So pretty much everything that I ever learned, he taught me. You bet. <clears throat> what, uh, so like but I grew shoe... up in Decatur, so a lot of the guys I grew up around, they're all, that I'm friends with, they all rodeoed pretty hard. So like, you, you like got some horses you got to shoe this week kind of deal, or are you just every yeah. now and then? No, I mean, it's, it's, uh. I mean, at least four days a week, probably doing yeah. about 10 head or so. Dang. Yeah. Like last night, I was working till pretty late. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's very rare that like I get to shoe one. It's actually a treat most of the time when they're good footed, good confirmation, and you can just fit them full and leave some heel on. That's yeah. like a treat. Right. And it, I mean, I might have one a week like that. Dang. Dang, yeah, shoeing problem horses, that's where it seems like it becomes more of an art form rather than a job. Yeah, and it's getting worse and worse because I think it's just the, the focus people are having within breeding uh, horses is getting a bit askew in my opinion. Like it used to be, you know, you had to have, well, for one, you didn't have a lot of the, the uh, veterinary work and the horseshoeing work to make these things be able to be sound. So it's like you used to, and, and there were more tools, you know, in, in history. So you really had to have something that was put together well, good-footed. Um, you know, and that still happens, like, with a lot of, like, 
you know, like real people that are like cowboying and stuff. Because uh, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, I mean, you don't got, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be a sound horse. But now anymore, man, the way that most of them are just bred, it's just going downhill daily. Like even when I first started shoeing compared to now, if you're not doing some sort of like corrective shoeing on a daily basis, I don't know how you would ever, uh, how you'd ever get around some of these things. Yeah. What would probably be, see, I think as a horseshoer, it's one thing if there's an obvious problem that is like factually, this is the problem. And then there's an obvious solution where this is the, the only solution and everybody agrees on it. What would probably be super annoying is when you've got like a horse owner who's like self-diagnosing random stuff that, you know, is like maybe they made it up in their head and they want you to solve a problem that maybe there's a problem, but that's not the problem that this horse has or whatever, you know, like solving issues that just the owner thinks when really the whole thing is just pilot error. Or they saw a post on Facebook. <clears throat> yeah. It'd be like somebody reading WebMD and then going and telling the doctor. Yeah. Which, like, I, I get to well, a certain point. Well, I mean, it would be kind of like that. But, a bit. Yeah. I don't have any – there's a lot of horseshoers that, like, they get pretty bent out of shape if people even have any sort of question or anything like that. It's like, that's a little ridiculous, but – yeah, I mean, some some people think what like what they're wanting you to fix or what they're wanting you to focus on, they're they're pretty off base. Yeah, which can get frustrating. But yeah, I do know the few that I've trimmed is, I don't know, I'll just if they get too long, I'll trim them down. But I don't have much desire to drive hot nails in my own horses. I'll get somebody else to do it. But most of the time I don't have horses on them throughout the year unless I know I'm going to be doing something really specific one or two times a year like I'll kind of get get something on them just to make sure but if I'm just around the house they they usually just stay trimmed rather you than probably got pretty good footed stuff though yeah and it's it's pretty I mean the ground around here is not too bad where we are it's not real rocky and they got good feet and it doesn't rain a whole lot like they stay like I don't know. They're just not in a situation where. <clears throat> but anyway, down here near San Antonio. Yeah. Is that where? How far you felt like you had to drive? No, I was just trying to help you out. See, so yeah. don't get creepers out here. Oh no, people know where we are. The oh. warehouse is open to the oh. public. Okay. Yeah. No, people come in. We get one or two people. I got an Airbnb out there. Where? That brick building in front of the warehouse. Uh, right out here. Yeah, that's an Airbnb. No people kidding. book it all the time. This one couple came from. Uh, where were they from? Indiana. Indiana. They stayed for like three days. No kidding. Yeah. Just hanging? It was kind of like a vacation for them. Um, they, they stayed the third day on accident. Not on accident, but it just wasn't planned. What and, a great uh, idea. Yeah. Putting everybody in there. Yeah, it stays booked. It stays pretty booked. So we're going to – I might do another one, but it just takes me a while to get them put together because it's not cheap. Yeah, but For sure. So, Building houses. Point is, yeah. Point is, people know we're outside of Graham. The the warehouse itself is in Newcastle, Texas. So, y'all come check us out. I'm. Not, it's not guaranteed that I'm here all the time. Like they didn't even check to see if I was going to be here, because the the lady that runs my Airbnb usually the you know on the app you can message the person, message Lisa, and uh, she'll tell you if I'm going to be here. But uh, but yeah, they didn't even check. But good thing, you know, I was here. But, but they got, they got the full experience. Yeah. You have to meet everybody and go to a buck out. Yeah. Watch Heck Donnie yeah. and Willie both get on. Yeah. Multiples. So <clears throat> that's not always, that's not, that's rarely a guarantee that you get to do that, but. But you never know. You never know. 
So that's why you got to book it a year in advance. I got people trying to book it a year in advance. Hunting opening weekend of hunting season. There's people trying to book it all the time. Heck yeah, dude. all the time. It's my first year. <laughs> that's pretty cool though. But yeah, that's it's a neat. great idea. That was bragging camp. <laughs> it works out right now because there's uh because our warehouse is so close, and I got a girl who like works in here and she'll clean it, but like. I don't know how they do it in town because most people, like if you hire like a cleaning lady, like a hundred bucks is what they're going to charge you. Well, that's kind of about the, how much a normal room would cost, you know? Mm. So like if somebody comes in and stays just one night, then, yeah, and then you got to pay somebody. So if you don't have like a, <coughs> if you don't have like an efe- efficient way to get it cleaned, it's I, that, that's the main thing I think is you know, finding an inexpensive way to clean, you know. Now, if somebody stays five nights, it works out a little better. But, um, and it, it, it doesn't hurt as much to pay somebody 75, 80, 120 bucks to clean it. But, yeah. What a crazy thing, man. The internet, how it developed all this stuff. Yeah. It's just nuts. Well, now that's what I said. Somebody, somebody asked me well, yesterday. They're like, man, did you see yourself doing this? I was like, man, my job that I have today didn't exist 10 years ago. No, sir. Like, it, it kind of existed in mainstream, but it did not exist in Western world. No, for like no. an average Joe to be able to create something like this. It just, it's it's completely new, and it's all thanks to the internet. It's the exact same way in music. <clears throat> I mean, the amount, of, there's no gatekeepers, there ain't no record labels. 100%. There ain't nobody keeping anybody it's, it's, from going straight to the, yeah. and the market. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I was telling that's the Roy. That's the internet, man. Like, you know, because... He's not been super, he's not been trying to hustle shows far off, which is fine. I was like, man, you don't have to. Mm-mm. Like, the way the internet is today, like, that whole bullcrap, not bullcrap, but, like, that whole system of, like, I got to get 12 songs recorded with this recording label. We got to put this out. Then I've got a tour. Then I've got to go on. You know, I've got there's these steps that, like, if you want to put out one single per month and then just, you know, find someone like you to record it and then <clears throat> you just promote it on the internet. Like you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you can be a, absolutely. you can be a, a, a musician who's a YouTuber yeah. who puts out their, their songs there, you know, yeah. like and there's never like, go play a show ever. Zach Bryan. Right. Yeah. He's huge now. And all mm-hmm. he did was YouTube stuff. And now he's playing. Yeah. Now he's playing. Now he's like a really big deal. Yeah, the But it's like anything else. You have such an industry and an infrastructure in place that, makes their money off of musicians just working and touring and, and selling all this stuff mm-hmm. that they get you pretty convinced that you can't do exactly what you're describing. Yeah. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll tell you, well, you can't, re- re- I mean, go ahead, try to reinvent the wheel. And it's like, well, Man, it's, it's, been it's been reinvented. I know if you're going to yeah. tell me that stuff hasn't changed. I mean, like I look at my Spotify and it's, and it's like, they'll, they'll give you specific breakdowns of where what cities people are listening to your music in and it's like hold on you're gonna tell me this many people in some little town in japan listen to this song this many times right and it's like and that happened from some dude in decatur i know it's independent weird, it? recording his writing his songs in his living room recording yeah, it, and some absolutely. kids in japan are listening to it um and you're gonna tell me the game hadn't changed at all okay yeah and now granted you know if there's a level you want to get to, like yeah. that, if there's got to play the if, game a little bit. If there's sure. a certain amount of mm-hmm. money you want to make, because at the end of the day, 
they're not the internet's not going to take away people's desire to want to go to a concert right what i'm saying is just that for a guy to survive for a guy to at least make a living mm -hmm. to enjoy his passion oh you got to go play shows yeah just do it just on the internet yeah like well i'm saying like you can be you can be creative in how you do what you do you know yes. like I mean, just because of the way, heck, you could you can put a spin on it. That's what Leroy's got merch on my website, which I've been telling him like to like figure out a way to promote it more because I keep like forgetting that I have it. You can be, you can be like, the music thing can just be something you kind of do, and then you turn. Man, I was telling I was telling William Clark Green this, like, I think every musician should look at their life. They should they should be doing two things. They should they should look at what they're doing um, from through a media lens, and then also like not just merch, but like a brand. Mm, yeah. Because because like <clears throat> if you consider yourself a media company, like you guys live such interesting lifestyles that if you would turn on a camera for three percent of it, like you would have more views than you know david dobrik like who's a famous youtuber whatever but the point is it's like you guys essentially with what i do for people to be interested i have to be interesting mm -hmm. yeah period people for people to want to sit and watch an 11 and a half minute you know rodeo time episode for them to be interested that video has to be interesting yeah that that's that's the foundation of what i do and so like for you guys what you guys do is interesting. Yeah, now, but I think I think the twist though is that hold on, I'm gonna finish this thought. I'm gonna let you have it. But like, no, 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 I guess you. This this the twist <laughs> is all, for some reason a lot of your guys in y'all space, y'all think that it has to be this fa not maybe not y'all in particular, but everybody thinks it has to be this really fancy um, production, like high you know a expensive camera with sweet B roll and like really to be honest like I this right it. here if you just like if you found 40 minutes of just footage conversations behind the scenes maybe 30 seconds of the actual show and then go through the 40 minutes get down to the eight minutes of the funny stuff and then call that your and then do that every weekend and then now you got four episodes per month then you've got spend just a little extra time on design of your shirts throw it on a website you wear it and all the stuff now all of a sudden you've got two potential future streams of income your youtube and your sponsors who are going to want to be in your show and then your 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 brand your apparel but we all call it merch and for exactly. some reason the vibe i've gotten from all the musicians i've interacted with like it's just like oh yeah merch and i'm like i see what you're saying i got really over a point. dozen people so making a living on merch like yeah. you guys are missing an opportunity here like Treat it like a brand. Treat it like a an apparel brand. Something to be proud of. Something that because well, it's gotta be something living. that it's it's a brand and something that has a culture around it and has something that has a story that you can sell as a brand, not exactly. just not just a t shirt. But but yeah. but but that's what you guys are trying to sell anyway. Mm -hmm. Selling stories. You guys are you guys are like You wanna know what the main These people is? are falling in love with y'all. They're falling in love with your music. They're falling in love with you because y'all's y'all's three minute music uh, song, you know, it connects with them just like my eight minute YouTube video does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they they have 
they have this attraction to you. Um, and it's not a game. I have that same attraction towards musicians and people that I watch on the internet too. Like, you know, celebrities, whatever, like dude, if Denzel Washington watched, walked in here, I'd be stoked. But yeah. anyways, I'll get off my soapbox, but no, dude, you that's are good, spot that's on. That's really good point. The main issue is most of us are lazy and we like to very true. we like to uh we like to look at somebody who we, we like to think that it's only about the art and only about the music which is an pretty much ends up being an excuse yeah I, I, and and we can look at somebody who uh maybe takes the business side of it really serious and does all those things that you're talking about and um kind of denigrate it because we're like well i'm a true artist i'm I, over here working on my craft i have a hard and it's time like, yeah that's fine you can you can have your success over there but i'm like the real artist over here and really most people like that are just lying to themselves because they just don't want to put in the work S some people might be lazy but i have a hard time believing that a career farrier is lazy i don't think it's laziness Maybe it's that you may not see a certain opportunity here or there, but all you got to do is delegate, you know, like you, del you, you talk to the, I mean like, dude, the freaking internet, we just talked about it. Like I got, there's so many designers on there. You Why, know what most people charge for a design? 150, yeah. 200 bucks. Sure. Dude, that's like, that's six shirts. Six of the shirts I got to sell to pay for this bad to the bone. Yeah. You know how long I've been selling this design? Like, Joke's on them. I'd have paid double. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, like, all I'm saying is, like, you get the right design, then you just kind of, you find a way to, to, to market it. Now, I love sales, but I hate sales. So, like, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, there's kind of a lesson to be learned there. You can't just make your social media. When you're doing this just to make money, people can smell that a mile away. Yeah. The, the, the reason why I don't think that'll be the case with you guys is because of what you're doing on the weekend, like you guys are entertainers. You have a passion for entertaining people. So if, if you guys turn the camera on, I have a very strong feeling you're gonna be very authentic and you're wanting to bring the audience value. And so that will shine through. And, and to be honest, I would start doing that without the merch, without the brand. Um, like just start because maybe it's not even, maybe it's not so much the, the, the t-shirts you're going to sell, you know, like maybe one, one day you, number one, it could help you get more shows or number two, it could help you charge more for the same amount of shows mm -hmm. or number three, what if in eight years you don't want to get on the road because you you know you've got however many kids and you don't want to leave and so you want to pivot to this other thing and having this giant established brand would help you do that yeah. you know what i'm saying so there's I, just a there's a there's a dirtiness that a lot of artists feel with the business side of it which i've never i've never had like in terms of building a business and selling a product to people like in and of itself it seems like an art form because it's like self-expression. You develop a product or a service that you believe in that you want to bring to people, and they're going to compensate you for it. Like, my whole family's small business owners, and it's just never been a dirty thing. But when I talk to a lot of, like, artists or songwriters or anything, when you talk about developing any sort of profit off of it, 100%. they just get weird about yep, it. And 100%. it's like, but for me, 
it, it's just odd because everybody used to just dog on the record industry, right? How there were these gatekeepers and they could shelf your record and they would decide who was going to make it and who wasn't going to make it. And then you'd be in debt to them. Yeah. And everybody would look at that and like it was so awful. And now we have this opportunity like through the internet to build a brand. I can do all of my own branding. I can do all of my own uh, pictures. I can, I can write my own songs. I can put out my music and do it all the way I want to do it, right? And yet people will look at it and think it's not like being a true artist. Because so, they really ultimately want somebody else to do it for them. I, 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 I see that vibe through certain, you know, art, artistic people. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't want to, you know, acknowledge the numbers. Maybe it's not that they don't want to acknowledge the numbers. They don't want to monetize certain things in a certain way, it, which I don't understand what the difference in getting like one giant check for the art, you know, on stage, how different that is than getting like a bunch of little ones for like the art on a t-shirt. But that's beside yeah. the point. If they want to use, if, if that's their, <laughs> their reason, if that's their reason, you know, like, no, I don't want to monetize my art in that way. That's fine with me. I guess in my mind, it's like, don't, if you're, if you're going to go down that road, that's fine. But when it comes to the conversation of, of like money, and like when you're done with this, don't complain mm -hmm. around me about mm -hmm. not having it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. all right, you, you can go down that route and not monetize it and blame it on, you know, like you, the art, but just like that now all of a sudden, after however many years, when you are like, okay, now I gotta figure out how to do the, oh, well, screw the man, you know, it's like blah, blah, blah. Like, no, 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 no. You know, you had an opportunity. Dude, it happens. It's happening a lot with the streaming thing now where I'll see these guys post something and they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, you know, look at the streams that I had. It'd be nice if I got put on an editorial playlist by Spotify. You know, well, that must be nice to yeah. get all those streams. Like you didn't have to work to get on there. And it's like, man, nobody was there when I saw my streaming numbers drop to like 10,000 monthly listeners and it was going backwards every day. And so I, I got on there and I looked at uh, user-based playlists and, I, and this is a little cheat code if you're willing to do the work. Because I got down to like 9,000 monthly listeners and I would get on Spotify every single day and I would develop a list of user-based playlists, right? So I would go through and find somebody that had uh, 100 followers on a playlist. And it's one that they put together themselves. I would look at the profile picture and I would cross -re or the name and I would look and see if they had a profile on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if they did, I would go direct message them. And I would do 50 a day, right? And it took a lot of time and a lot of effort. And it's not a lot of followers on those playlists. They're tiny. But that person was so excited that I messaged them. Because nobody listened to it. 50 a day. And so I would go, hey, man, I listen to your playlist. I dig it. And I was being honest. I listened to their playlist. And it was similar music to what I like. I'd say, maybe you should check out some of my music. And so every single day, I don't know, maybe half of those people would add one of my songs to their playlist. Yep. So the next day, there would be 50 more listeners on my Spotify. Another, another 50. I've been another really 50. <laughs> and, then, and then guess what? It's like I, I saw that if I could get up to 30,000 monthly listeners, typically you got added to an editorial playlist on Spotify. What happened? I hit 33,000 monthly listeners, released a new song. Then it jumps to 75,000 monthly listeners because I get put on an editorial playlist. And then I can go to some bar where guys hang out every single night during the week and talk trash about every other uh, artist. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that must be nice. You know, lucky Larry Joe's your manager. It's yeah. like, yeah, well, you weren't there every morning at 5 a.m. when I'm freaking. Yeah. I'm doing the exact same thing with my Netflix show right now. Mm. You know, just encouraging. Like, I'll talk to if they got. 500 followers 
they got 5,000, if they've got 1,400. And I mean, I'm not, I'm just asking them to go watch it. And then yeah. if they do watch it, maybe they post it on their story. You, you know, call but it our they, Netflix show. They do that on their own. <laughs> they do that on their own, like as far as the posting. But like, I'm just encouraging people, like, hey, go check out this show. Um, but dude, that's the little stuff that is absolutely free. Yeah, it's right dude, there. You can man. go on the internet and talk to someone with twenty thousand followers, and and it is free. My buddy was he started a TikTok. And we were sitting in a room this last weekend at a conference. It was like 500 people. Well, he had this TikTok. He had 27 followers. He had posted four videos, and they each had 200 views. Mm. It was a, he had just started it and just put these videos up. And he was like, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I'm not, it's just not really. I said, bro, you've had a TikTok for 24 hours, and more people than what's in this damn room. Mm-hmm. have watched your videos absolutely for free 800 people had watched his videos and he's he's doing construction he just puts them on tiktok just talking about the new construction he's doing on this house and he was like man you're right and so since then he's made about 27 videos mm-hmm. and he's put them on instagram he's got it doing facebook and he's doing youtube and i'm like i've been telling this guy for years because he is i call him and he'll say something and he's like and i'm like Man, that's a little different than what you told me six and a half years ago when we were talking on the phone behind the barn. You, you explained this, this. And he was like, yeah, that's why I got to be careful what I tell you. But he's just like that good of advice. And I'm like, bro, if you don't start talking on the Internet, it's going to be some wasted wisdom. Yeah. you know. Anyway, so he's finally doing that. But the point is, it's like whether you're selling houses, you're selling music, you're selling um, T-shirts, like nobody... For you to sell me a horse, you literally have to have my attention. Like I've got to be, we got to be either texting. You you got to have my attention. Yeah. You know whether you want to sell me a song, whether you want to sell me, and it's 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 funny because like I'll have these these conversations with people, and uh, they have this this product or whatever, and like they'll find out like what I do, and I'll. <clears throat> It'll, I can see it register in their head and I can see the question coming. And it's like, it's almost like this same buddy I was telling you about, he, he and I were talking about this very conversation. He was like, it's kind of like when my four year old, I could see him playing in the sand with his trucks and he looks at the, the skid steer and I see him get the idea and he comes over to me. And before he finishes the sentence of, can I drive the skid steer, I realize what he's asking. And I, no, you cannot go back and play with, you know, <laughs> same thing with like someone, they've got this product and they, they figure out I'm a YouTuber and they, I can see the, oh, you got these people that are watching your show. I got this thing I want to sell to those people. I'm like, no, 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 Get away too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that like in an arrogant way. Yeah. What I mean by that is like. I don't want to waste their time. You know, like you better make be ready to make it worth my while if I'm going to waste their time. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like um the here lately, real estate, man. They like, just think it's free. And the reason people watch my stuff is they've gotten to the point where they're you know like they want to be entertained. Totally. They don't care about my problems. Yeah. They don't care about they don't care about our money issues, all five of us up. They don't give to they got issues too. Yeah. They are going Absolutely. to escape they're going to be entertained. They want. That's why they listen to your music. 
they because they can relate to it and it like takes them away from their problem for that three and a half minutes yeah and then when the song's over they're right back to their problems so like if you got that three and a half minutes and then all of a sudden you start selling to them they're checking out baby yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like our generation very much so is is buying into a story and a culture around like what like whatever the product is like our parents generation it was like you know why well, i smoke marlboro reds because actually that's not even true i was going to say that they only smoke marlboro reds because that's the brand that was put in front of them the most but even something like that like what did they do they sold a culture and a story around that cigarette like marlboro man i mean that was a culture that sold those cigarettes so yeah. i guess it's actually always been that way it's just the platforms in which the way that we sell the stories now is a little Dude, bit that's different. the only the only 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 difference yeah is that the in successful the, in the brands 40s and you know they sold it was 30s and 40s it was a radio mm -hmm. then it would turn into a tv mm. now it's the internet yeah yeah that's the only difference and so music is the same way uh, even the way i consume music when i find somebody that i really sink my teeth into <clears throat> the music has to be good and i like it for you know reasons oh it's a good melody it's got a good hook like different things like that but there usually is something more that like i grab like i i chew into where it's like oh no this and and even the way i describe the music to somebody else uh it's usually has something to do with like about the person like what like charlie crockett what did we what were we talking about the melodies that he writes yeah no we were talking about like well where is he from he seems like a mysterious person it's like a blast from the past yeah uh in the same way music is a lot like that you know and there's a lot of guys who write incredible amazing music and it never really gets out and never catches on with anybody yeah because it's like how does the average person describe to their friend why they should listen to the music like, look at Cody Johnson. What's the first, like, when somebody says, hey, you should listen to Cody Johnson, what's the first thing that they say? It's like, the guy used to rodeo. Yeah, he's a real cowboy. They, yeah. They don't say, like, oh, he writes amazing melodies. Right. Oh, yeah, when he goes yeah. into his falsetto, it sounds amazing. No, yeah. that's not the way they do right. it. They talk about the story. No, that's 100%. Like, it's it's all about, and that's what, that's what even the Netflix show. Like, that's what they hammered on, you know, and, and I was used to doing it in a little 12-minute increment, and that's that's what's so different about the, the Netflix show. It's like people got invested in the story. Mm. They wanted to find out how Jordan's bull ride is going as she's rebounding from an injury. They want to figure out how Donnie's first rodeo goes. Like, they're invested in the story. That's what makes you binge watch. Yeah. Interesting. Show. So did you think about it being more like a how-to no, oh. I, I just want to make people laugh. <laughs> That's always been my priority, you know, but but um, a lot of our rodeo time episodes, some of them will be a part one, two, and three occasionally, you know, part one and two where you got to follow a story. But most of the time, it's like there's a beginning and an ending in that video. You start it, and then you want to see the finish of that, you know, in that 10, 12 minutes. And, and, and but there's not the story isn't as as important as the entertain just the 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 um the comedy to me uh -huh. and i've always known that a story is important but nep the, doing the netflix show has really shown me it it reminded me how big of a deal that is in in what we do online so same thing with y'all in music though the yeah. be the best one i've seen is that freaking when you put the sneakers on the oh yeah on the yeah. horse dude. that <laughs> is how to shoe a horse the funniest <laughs> I have to go with the New Balance, the 1032s. <laughs> yeah. I like the deals y'all do, the uh, uh, things cowboys don't say. Yeah. You yeah. thought you could put a new ball in your Prius? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that thing. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Let me see that thing. Yeah. 
No, that was a fun one. That was a fun one to do. Thanks, Cowboys. Don't say. But <laughs> we'll do another one. Yeah, y'all should. Those are great. Yeah, man. No, those are those, those little skits. That's what you know got got me started, got us started, and then you know the vlogs are where the story is, you know, mm -hmm. and so, um, which is kind of what I see with what something you guys could do. Yeah, you know? I see what you're saying. It it's makes just, a lot of sense. It it's, really does. It's just like behind the scenes, and then like I could see people watching y'all stuff, and that people could become a fan of y'all's like series and videos. Maybe it comes out every Wednesday. You know, start off like once a week, you know, and um, that gives you time from the weekend, gives you Monday and Tuesday to throw it together, even on your iPhone. Your iPhone comes with iMovie. You just put mm -hmm. it together on iMovie, throw it on the Internet, call it whatever you want. But, like, I could see people, you know, falling in line to, like, watching the show, and they may not even listen to your music. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. Absolutely. Just that thought alone is pretty powerful to, like, just, like, the – but to me, that would be where I try to I try to check every box. If I were if I were playing music, it, what, Donnie? I don't know. I he's he's giggling over here like a little girl. He's staring at me. He did. You keep giggling. He made eye contact with me for a second. I thought he was just smiling at me, but it looks like he's smiling at everybody. <laughs> just got, a happy guy. Which makes me feel more comfortable. Y'all got something going on? <laughs> no <It's a> problem. Lord, <laughs> he's looking at me. Cause you keep giggling. Bull crap. What's funny, Donnie? Nothing's funny. Leroy keeps looking at me. Y'all are weirdos. Anyway, what do you think, Donnie? Talk to us I, about... I haven't been able to think because Laura's just been staring me to death. What do you think about music? What do you think about these guys' YouTube channels? I think it's a great idea, and I don't think you can really go wrong with it because if an idiot like me can figure out how to make videos for somebody and people watch them, anybody can do it. Yeah. That's my opinion. It don't yeah. cost nothing. Yeah. You already got an iPhone. Most of our know, most viral stuff is, comes from this stuff. What's interesting about the songwriter types is you have to be so introspective uh, to be like honest in a song. But I, it feels like a lot of guys, uh, like in terms of like really selling themselves in that way and telling and like exposing themselves and being that vulnerable that consistently. Ironically, you're so vulnerable in a song, but it feels like a lot of them would be apprehensive to be that vulnerable all the time with in other See, aspects. that's what I did. Like, William Clark Green yeah. was like that. He was like, man, I'm weird on, on camera. I was like, dude, it's me and you in a camera. Yeah. You play in front of thousands of people yeah. all the time. Like, if, you, if we mess yeah. up with this camera, let's delete it. We'll do yeah. it again. But yeah. See, I see, it, I see it that way like he's saying, too. Like, Will said, I'm that way. Well, instead of hiring it's a so weird. Guy, I like to hide like behind it. Y'all just All. one day the drummer's holding the camera, the next day the bass guy has it, yeah. next day yeah. the mm -hmm. lead guy has it. Yeah, see, I'd just be... switch it around. <sighs> most of most of uh, us care very bucks. very deeply what everybody thinks about them. As yeah. much as yeah, you got to as much as all of them try to a lot of musicians you got That's that's most people, period. That is true. And you got to you got to shake that. You got to leave that at the door. These guys have kind of got a dose of that with the whole Netflix thing, yeah. you know, which there was not, there was way less negative feedback than we anticipated because we're so hard on ourselves. We just felt like they were going to be, and, and I'm sure there's some people out there that didn't enjoy watching it, but they're just not, yeah, like Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> they're just not speaking up, you know, like there's just not been a lot of negative feedback yeah. in the comments like we anticipated. Yeah, but it was but good. And it, it really was good. It was really good. It really yeah. was. But essentially it was just a lesson, like number one, it was, we were way better than we thought we were. 
And then number two, like, who cares? Yeah. If mm-hmm. a few people hate it, like, man, if we would have not done that because a few people might not a like fear. it. Because fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's just it. You got to really analyze and check why you don't do something. And if that's why you don't, like, you had to get over it to play music. Yeah. You know? You had to get over it to play music. I care what some people think. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if your wife came to you and she was like, hey, you've been making some terrible decisions lately. Mm. We're going to go broke, and mm. you need to get rid of your girlfriend on the side. Oh, you know gosh, yeah. Like, you'd be like, okay, I care what you think. I need to change my life around. Daddy don't have no girlfriend on the side. I know you don't, but I'm saying, like, like <laughs> this. God, no. this if, Let's be clear. So, <laughs> But when Steer Rider Pants 47 says, like, you don't ride bulls good. Steer rider fans. You know, that, that shouldn't bother us, yeah. you know. Half said, we're like, man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Give me your I'm going to find out what junior high you go to, <laughs> and I'm going to make exactly. a you with a ball. But see, even in with that same thing, there's an element of, like, being successful that you do, to a certain degree, have to appeal to a broad audience. So, like, there is a little part – in a business sense where it's like when, when steer rider panties 47 says i don't like you or anything that you stand for there's an if enough people start saying that there's like a self-awareness where you gotta be like okay am i like yeah but you know that's what I mean? where yeah but if what you've done up to that point is yeah number true. one in line with your beliefs number two that's, something yeah. you're passionate about doing and well, just those two things. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. who cares? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's true for like, sure. Like I feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do in my life, but I still, and that really, I guess that's just bad faith of me to do that. But I do it a lot, all the time. Worry about what people think, but I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Hmm. So, and I, I think up. the time to pivot away from that is if you get to the point where you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, be for your reasons, you know. Like that's what the other thing is, is like, Don't this isn't, comments. this isn't 2007, yeah. you know, like where no one's ever made one of these videos I'm talking about. Like, oh, you've right. Got, you've yeah. Got, this is not like earth shattering. It, at this it's point. not going to, it wouldn't be weird <laughs> yeah. for yeah. you. Now, I mean, like you don't have to make some big announcement. Like what I would do is just make the video and, and just, just, do just it. be like, Hey, here's a video of our weekend. You know, yeah. like, yeah, and there's definitely people out there doing that for sure right now. T Willie weekend and recap. I love watching them. Like my friends that do them, like South Hall and them, and, and like Co does them, and like I love watching them. I think, yeah. dude, great. it's behind the scenes. Who beat in my bed? Yeah, I think it's I think it's great <laughs> stuff. Like I enjoy watching it myself. Dude, you're gonna get some gold out of those, and they, then all of a sudden, get... it's 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 this. You look back, dude. We watch old videos all the time. Yeah, I watch I watched an old video this morning. It's like. It's fun. It's like a it's like a journal. You're journaling. Some of my journal. favorite we've done were the first ones. Yeah, most exciting. I most laughs. I. What do you What do you think, Leroy? About what? These videos. Which ones? Uh, yours. <laughs> you should. I'm thinking. I'm talking about you. Dude, I film for you. If I have a camera in my hand, I'm usually. Yeah, but you, you, you got yourself, dude. You got some. You got some time. Yeah. You got You got some extra time on your hands. You should be making some videos of you. Yeah. We've been talking about T. Willie and Jared, but we need the world needs more Leroy. Oh, definitely. I've been saying that, but you keep saying, no, stop talking behind the camera. I don't remember saying that. Well, it's with, more with your eyes. I'm wearing sunglasses. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, facial expression. I've known oh, you for a while. I got so. a beard. Okay. I know your you face. You can read my beard. I know I can, your face. I can, I can read your... <sighs> there were just all the things Dale's beard was telling me today. What's that bottom lip? If it's over here, he's pissed off. So That's what here, like, he's thinking. If it's in the middle, just dude, don't bother. He's not there. He just went, like whenever he called me earlier, like Leroy here, which in the mornings, you know, most people are well, kind of. He and then, so he calls me, and I've been up since five thirty. You know, like just going, Us and uh, and he's like, "Hey man, we're outside." For, uh, the most energy he's had in the morning in a while, which is great. <laughs> And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're ready. What's wrong? Oh, <laughs> I was like, nothing's wrong. You felt okay. <laughs> Are you feeling bad? I was like, no. Like, well, you sound stopped up. It's like, <laughs> sorry for he checking said, on my brother. He said, well, I feel fine. <laughs> he hung up and I just couldn't help but laugh. It's like, well, I feel fine. It's like a conversation with me and my brother. <laughs> I, was just, I was checking on you. It was just so funny. Laugh? Like, uh, I'll call this rascal. Hey, dude, it's, it's 8 o'clock. We're starting at 7.45. Okay. I'll be over there in a minute. It sounds just like you do. That's yeah, good. but I'm still in bed when you're actually calling. I'm mm. not. Well, I appreciate you checking on me. No, you don't. Hey, can, one, can y'all yes, do... Yes, I do. Can y'all do an impression of each other? We just... I did. Okay. No, come on. You got to really lean into it. You can't just do the voice. Okay, be, be, be me? Yeah, like full on... Me. Tell me about like how it annoys you when somebody. Hey man, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like you're working, doing your job. Huh? Oh, you talking to me? You looks talking? like you're working real hard. Don't worry. Sorry, about Sorry, no. Me. Don't worry I, about uh, me, man. This this kid commented on my post it's like steer rider pants forty seven. Just <laughs> it's really bothering me. This is gonna get aggressive. You so. talking to me right now? Sorry, I'm texting. Oh, sorry. Um, that was really beautiful. I'm about to pee in my pants. I do have to poop. And I got a meeting in town. <laughs> but before we wrap it up, I would like um, life at. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> over there? Uh, the noise you and Wes. <laughs> what? Uh, give us some <laughs> life advice. Me first. Yes. Uh, man. It'd probably be like a question okay. that you need to ask yourself. Yep. It's just like, what am I living for? Mm. Like, what's the purpose of all of this? Mm. Like, and, and is that ultimately going to satisfy me in my life? Mm. And then I would say, after you ask yourself that question and think about it, I would go read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm. And see where that takes you. I like it. What do you got, Leroy? Hmm? Life advice. Um, I can't use that one. Uh, <laughs> just go with the, the, the old OG. Wash your hands, say your prayers. Germs and Jesus are everywhere. What do you got, Donnie? Take a chance, Columbus did. Mm. <laughs> Come up with something new, jeez. Mm. Hey, I've only been using that for like three weeks. Same. How many podcasts have you got in three weeks? Not that many. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be patient and trust God's plan. Uh huh. That's not what you said you were going to say. I can't say the other one. That's for rodeo time X rated. <clears throat> I would say we, we don't days. have one of those. <laughs> I would say um, to uh, just uh, take. Like kind of like like Donnie said, take a chance. Columbus did, but uh, 
be sure you're um, you're growing your brand out there. Be a fruit. Don't be afraid to be a Fruit Loop in a bowl full of Cheerios, because that's uh, I'm, I'm I mean, like turn the camera on. You never know. And maybe you're not good on video. Maybe, but maybe you find out you're good behind the camera, or maybe you're good at writing. I don't know, but. If we're talking to musicians, you guys got to do something. Y'all got to start telling people your story, showing people behind the scenes. Take your merch more serious. It's Anyhow, not merch, it's a brand. That's what I know. Oh, I'm yeah. Dale Brisby, and we're on to the next one. <laughs>